0: know whatever everybody else is doing I want to run the opposite direction it's okay. <laughs> and I've do seen so like many over, oversaturated yeah I just feel like the effort sadly is not there for it and I and I want this is the question right It'll you be an hour an hour yeah. okay the Thank question you. is is like where do you put your time at and where do you put your energy at and and what are you doing it for and I thought that you know, I really enjoyed it. I would go to these things. At first, I would, like, I sucked, honestly. Like, just even before going there, I would, my mind say mindset would be so nervous and so nerve-wracking to, like, you know, sit in front of two cameras and ask people questions. And um, I eventually started to get over that. But, yeah, I just don't think it's, sadly, what I, you know, I don't want to put my time there. I don't want to put my time there. Mm-hmm. So, and so
1: I'm, wh- if you don't mind me asking, why did you... We're right, so I'm over here with Tan- Tanner Walters, is a dear friend, one of the first friends I've made here in Austin, Texas. Thanks for listening to the show. We're talking about his podcast, and I hope you don't mind me saying that, but you know, I was a guest on on you know on yeah your podcast, one of the first few guests, and I've start stopped, start, stopped, right myself. So I'm bringing it back, and I'm ready to take it full time. Blah blah blah. Why did you start a podcast, or why did you think that you had to? Did you feel compelled? Like it's good that you kind of you know when to go with something. Yeah, but I mean. <sighs> Why not ask yourself and I'm curious because I'm always this is the way I reverse engineer things like how can I Do this where it's enjoyable, Mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like you're like I tried it not for me. Don't dig it
0: Uh, No, I think I dug it. I think I enjoyed it Um, I think that the beginning the motivation was I got so much value out of podcasts that I thought it was only right to try to do the same for other people Yeah. and the you know, the mission behind it, it was called the creator's journey and uh, it was to document people's journeys. And as I was doing it, I just felt that, you know, I, I it wasn't I was trying too hard. It wasn't right. I, I wasn't doing what I actually wanted to do, like just have a conversation. I was trying to force certain things a certain way and it took the joy out of it to, for me. Um, at the time, I had a lot of outside factors going on in my life too which doesn't make things easy it doesn't make things like you know just edit this throw it out there and it's done um so yeah just the timing of things the motivation to do it and seeing what other people were doing just it kind of got me like eh like I'm gonna back away a little bit and see what's going on and um, but you know, it's, it's a struggle because I haven't really been producing my own stuff lately. And it's, uh, I've been through since we've talked last time, it's just a, a personal journey that has, you know, developed me, but it's taken, a a, a toll to an extent too. So, uh, yeah, the podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. catching up right here, but, uh, the podcast, yeah. uh, just, so been, I'm a fan
1: of you and mm-hmm. that's a bummer to hear and it's not fair to me your listener because i never saw them i never saw any of them mm-hmm. so you didn't get the feedback you didn't get the reward you didn't get the dopamine hit you know what i mean so you don't yeah. know the impact that you would have made you, you wouldn't you don't know yet like somebody saw it and they're like hey i want to be a guest on the show and then that had an impact on you or maybe that that created a business uh, connection or something like that so like the whole process for me anyways has been and there's not one way there's only your way right so yeah. take this with a grain of salt but for me it's like the feedback is data that i need to know did this work or not because mm-hmm. even if i like it but it didn't work i'm not going to take time to do that not because i need the adulation or the respect or the response but just because i want to i want to connect with people mm-hmm. and i want to i want to bring them flowers to the door i want to bring them music that they want to listen to if they don't like it i don't want to alienate them i kind of went through that phase already where, where i would make transgressive material that people are like this is a challenge to watch. Why am I doing this? And I'm like, because I want to test you, but I'm over that. Like mm-hmm. I did that, but you, I think you owe it to yourself to put that stuff out there and, and chop it up into micro content and share it. And maybe even target some people that you want to be like, And eh, did you see that? I did that because quite honestly, just being like, Hey, I, I've produced a hundred podcasts can get you the phone call that you need to make one day it can get you the connection it gives you the guts to say not that you need that because you're kind of a master at this and i respect you so much about it but it gives you the almost the authority or the alibi to to go up to someone and say hey i'm doing this do you want to be on it yeah that's that's tremendous and so let's reverse engineer that if you don't mind me asking Mm This whole podcast that I'm doing, I I personally just want to talk to creatives. I want to talk to people that I find fascinating, but to creatives as well, because that's all I can talk about. Like, we can talk about golf, but it's just going to be crickets on my end. So <laughs> this is my universe, and this is all I know. But I want to know, you know, I know where you've been personally, but as far as where you're at today, mm-hmm. I've been wrestling with this personally. I, I've realized, dude, I'm not all those vloggers that you see i'm not a sam colder yeah i don't want to be i'm not the guy with the abs that does the back flips off the grand canyon like i, I don't want to be that guy and i'm also not that guy yeah so therefore the pressure and the anxiety of like man why aren't you like him how come your transitions aren't like colds mm-hmm. therefore it's like well let me reevaluate that because it's it's a farce mm-hmm. so i have to remind myself well, what am i about what do i do oh yeah knives you're this guy so mm-hmm. so make that mm-hmm. you know like I don't want to be Buzz Lightyear. I'm Woody. Mm -hmm. I got the pull string. There's a snake in my boots. So that's that's my truth. I'm going to be that. It's so easy to forget who you are along the way. So where you're at right now, it's a big question. But do you still consider yourself a creative? Do you still consider yourself a video designer? Not that it matters, but maybe it does. I don't know if you identify with that. I think you're bigger than that. Obviously, you're a unique individual. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying this stuff defines you. But just because you know, from one genius to another, I want to know what's stimulating you right now. I want to know what's, what the roadblocks are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. fill me in.
0: Uh, um, so, you know, one thing I've been thinking about lately is everybody has a voice and what separates the people that get heard versus the people that don't get heard. And, um, you know, cause there's a lot of voices out there right now. And, uh, you, I mean, it's not a bad thing, I don't think, but, In the past, I feel like you've always had certain people have more authority, or people look up to those people more, and um, you know, and that comes with doing things, comes with time, the time outside of like uh, in the society and what clicks with people, and um, so I've been thinking about that a lot lately, just in my own life and what direction I want to take, and um, and you know that comparison game has definitely fucked with your self-esteem <laughs> oh yeah for sure it's designed to do so yeah so
1: sure. uh mutual friend trent knox uh had his own podcast he had me on it i did it and i i remember I, we were talking and he was post mutual friend more later <laughs> okay more later and you know he's a he's he's a he's a he's a, he's a little pill for mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. and i remember our podcast was you know uh, halted to a stop and Because he was talking about this sort of like anxiety as well, you know. He's like, I don't have the blue check mark on Instagram, so therefore, like, I don't feel like worthy of something. And it's like, well, let's reevaluate this, because you have to remember that ads of ads have infiltrated all these creative spaces that we normally seek refuge in, that we want to escape from, and these ads are designed to make you feel like you're that that you're empty mm-hmm. because these products are the, supposed to be the things that fulfill you. And you need to remember that you're already verified in the eyes of God or whatever you believe in, you're already valid enough as a person, so don't fall into that trap, right? And, and it's, it's a trapping and, and we all fall into it because mm-hmm. we're all connected and we're all consuming. So I, I bring that up and I feel like it's relevant you know, I'm not gonna tell you how to feel, but just like, you know, reevaluate and reassess like where is these where is this voice coming from? Because I don't think it's you. You know, one time I took a bite into a Krispy Kreme donut and I swear to God I heard demons. Yeah. I swear to God, I heard this voice. I was at my mom's house and I went like forty-five days without sugar. I finally I was like, you know what, I deserve this. And I took a bite into a crispy cream donut, and before I'd even swallowed it, just the sugar, I can feel my brain chemistry swirling like mm-hmm. a cauldron mm-hmm. and like a blender. And I heard these voices tell me, "You know what? You should take your fucking dick out right now and jack off." I was like, "What? Like, why? Why <laughs> would I? What? What a weird primal instinct!" And then I remember I took a, my note my note app out on my phone and I wrote down, "When you abuse your indulgence, you lose yourself." Mm-hmm. And it was like this sugar and all this stuff is like, it's not. The Knives Monroe voice, it's this alternative frequency that's like the ego or the it or something, you know, and it wants what it wants. It mm-hmm. needs to be fed, but it's mm-hmm. not me. It's not the real me. So that was in 2015, and it, it kind of also dropped acid in 2013, and, and that I heard that voice there, too, and I had to be like, oh like i can't trust that voice like that's that's the ego and it wants what it wants it needs to be fed like that's not the real me oh shit that voice is the cause of all my suffering Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. and so we've had like these kind of deep conversations before and i i i I have so much love for you like the first time i met you i was like this kid sorry not like (laughs) not like you little boy like not not like that but like this kid and i say that because you're so young i was like i was not where he was at that age Mm -hmm. so this guy is like a light year ahead Like. can can you imagine where Tanner will be five years from now? So I don't want you to fall for that trapping because, in a way, I'm like, this guy's too good for that. Yeah, you know I appreciate I mean? that. Yeah, and I mean it. Yeah, you're too good for that, bro. Yeah, yeah. You got it all. <laughs> you have everything, man. You have it all. <laughs> yeah. Like you exist in the best fucking time, like to to drop anything. Like you picked a great time to activate mm-hmm. and decide I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know. So, w- w- where is that coming from?
0: <sighs> um. couldn't tell you honestly um i'm trying to figure it out i'm trying to figure that out and um you know going on that journey is is very i've i've stopped putting out and i've went in and tried to figure that out and um and that's a dark place sometimes too like it's like you just don't have the motivation to like go out there and do the things that you wanted to do and Sometimes I think I had a, this idealized, I had such a big, and I still do, but like I had such a grandiose vision of how things are. And when you go, when you get there, they're going to be a certain way. But, you know, I experienced that, you know, everything's not as good as it seems. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that kind of the motivation to go do those things it got lost in there and i and i step back to say what is it that i really want out of this like what is it that i really want my life to be like to an extent and i is that i to an to extent an, is i Is that hard it. to answer? Um granted it sounds like i think every so
1: often we got to ask ourselves that right cuz sometimes we get there and we say well what's next mm-hmm. you know i want the next thing Yeah. so you're you're going to ask yourself that forever but right now do you have a ballpark Of where i want to go sure a trajectory maybe
0: um yeah i mean i'm working
1: part of your hero's journey yeah it is
0: for sure um i mean i've been working on creators um i'm glad to hear that yeah i've still that's still there like it's still in my mind and it's still something i'm passionate about but i'm trying to figure out how can i be a little different and how can i fit in at the same time and um, so I've been working on that, been working on developing a fanny pack. So that's where I'm going to go with that. This is the yeah, first product. It. Um, and I just want to give back with that to people that maybe don't have the, uh, privilege like I did to create things. And so there's a motivation in there, but just getting that started, mm-hmm. the daunting task of thinking about doing it. Sure sometimes gets me down but it's also all about who you're around to and I think that uh, I've been learning that so much more lately that if you're I might be better off alone to an extent in my space sometimes to you know I don't get the energy of somebody else and like them not being as energized as I am about a certain project or a certain topic and hmm. that's hard so uh, yeah, I, I forget the, let
1: me, let me just say that where you're at right now is, it's so weird. Like I, you know, like perception is reality, right? So I look at your life on Instagram and I'm like, this guy is grinding, he's hustling, he's meeting all these interesting people. He looks happy, Mm -hmm. right? You're presenting your best self Mm -hmm. after all. And so, but I fall for it because also I'm projecting, that's what I want. Like, I want to see that. I want to see that you're doing that. And but what you're talking about is not completely antithetical to that, but it's something that nobody wants to show, Mm -hmm. and it's so honest and it's so truthful, and it's so it's so great to hear. And I'll tell you why because I'm relating to it. Like Mm -hmm. that is what my content has been about lately because it, that's my truth right now. Mm-hmm. And it's also not, when you look around, it's not what you see on Instagram, mm-hmm. so therefore I think it can stand out and I think it can connect. And it's not what you see on YouTube, so therefore the same thing in my opinion. So where you're at right now like, needs to be broadcasted in my opinion, it needs to be shared. Uh, what you're talking about is so honest and so truthful and so relatable, Like, just know that it doesn't make you an outsider, it doesn't make you an outlier in, in a negative sense, mm-hmm. it actually makes you even more human and relatable and I think people Need to see that side if you're willing to share that side because that's that's true authenticity, that's true vulnerability, and I encourage you to tap into that because yeah. there, there's magic there. Yeah, there really is. Like you need to be daydreaming about like a better reality. That's where that's that's the nucleus of creativity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I encourage you to to tap into that. I think you'll look back and be like, man, when I was down, that's how I came up again.
0: Yeah, that's crucial. Yeah. No, and I. Uh, know I feel like I've been through this before in my life um you know I had a girlfriend in high school broke up my sophomore year of college for four years and like after that I just went I I just didn't have the motivation but I that's when I started reading that's when I started to look inward at who I am and what I want and it was a great you know I look back on it and even though I it was such a like down period it sparked something else so like you know i'm i'm in it right now i feel like uh coming out of it i have my days you know just like everybody um and i'm excited for when i figure that spark out again because in my life i've always been you know if i want something like i'll do anything that i can to go after that and um but when you don't necessarily have that thing that you're shooting for, yeah. you know, like, dude, I, I went and I've been on an interview with the former CEO of Keller Williams. I just shot with him Congrats. earlier this week. That's so cool. I shot with John Paul Mitchell, a so billionaire. Cool. Yeah, like yeah. I shot with Lance and I, but it's shaped my perspective a little different. Like it's not as important as what you think that is. Like that's mm. literally just such a, I don't know. It's just, it just comes with the nature of what they do and. Mm -hmm. Um, money is not really where it's at because you could have all of it like you could have all of that and still not necessarily know what you want you know Mm -hmm. and um, so being around these people of like you know that society puts on a pedestal that's right and the God like I the God complex thing is really like bad and um, certainly and uh, but it also you know I think that I, I was watching this movie last night and it was on Netflix. I forget what it's called, but uh, it was talking about like uh, computers taking over and this guy basically put himself in the simulation. Transcendence, that's what it was called. And uh, Johnny Depp. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, he he was like, don't we all want to become our own gods? Or like, don't we all want to become gods? And I think that, that it's very important to have that mystical figure in your head to hmm. go off of. But when you don't have that necessarily, you True. lose you lose uh, who you are and what you want to become. Um, I've been reading a lot of Carl Young lately, and he believes that in mythologies and yeah. how important they are. Just we need them because we need something like that to, you know, believe in. And um, I, yeah, so I'm going off on a tangent here, but it, it's, I love it. Yeah, I think that, I love
1: it. To me, I feel like that's like a that's a that's a masculine. Um, Not obligation, but almost burden that men put on themselves. You know what I mean? Like, we're comparing ourselves to other men. Mm -hmm. We're comparing our dicks. We're saying, do I have this? Is this enough? But we also need, like, uh, a wolf that has been through some wars that we can apprentice after to be like, teach us. Like, we we need the mythology. We need the... The stories, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For some people, it's Jesus, so like it's "quote unquote" easier for them because they have a template, a model, and so we do need that model, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like a masculine thing. Like I think women operate from a different center. I don't think they're as like ego driven as we are in terms of me, 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 me. Like I need to figure this out. I want to be the quarterback. I want to be the whatever. Mm -hmm. I think they they operate from a different place, and I and I just bring that out there because when we say we. I think we mean people, men like us. To, yeah, to
0: be honest. I mean, yeah, I, that's who I can relate
1: to. You and know? that's and I just want to make that <laughs> distinction, not because I give a fuck what anybody thinks, but just because I'm a little bit confused about like you know women and how where they come from. I, I also <laughs> don't truly care because I'm not talking at them. Yeah, you know, I just want you know here's insight on us and mm-hmm. like it, it's a masculine struggle and you can't. That's the word I was looking for. And it's kind of hard to ask for sympathy from anybody to be like, oh, the poor masculine struggle, you know, Mm -hmm. no one's going to care. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's this existential crisis of like, where do I want to go? Who am I? Where do I fit in? You know, am I an alpha? Am I a beta? Am I, you know, a king or am I a pawn or what am I? Do I care? (laughs) Do I want to sit this one out? Do I want to be on the bench, but still get a ring? Like what what, it's all these questions, you know, and at the end of the day, in my opinion, it's, it's a quest for validation. Mm -hmm. And, um, for some people, the Ferrari is that. And for some people, the house is that for sure. What is that for you? I want to know, because we had a conversation a few months ago and it, it's been the only thing that's, that's, that's been somewhat of a rock in my shoe when it's come to us, just because I was like, Tanner, I I wholeheartedly disagree with this. Yeah. Um, I had said, what's like, we all want financial independence. Let's Mm -hmm. be real. But I said, what is that figure for you? Yeah. And you dropped a huge figure. And I was like, so one million <laughs> under that, it's not good enough for you. Like you need that. And you're yeah. like, yeah. Well, I, I think said, holy shit. Like, yeah. Wow. Like I, 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 on the other hand, I believe like after a certain amount of money, you're not going to be happier. Yeah. The figure cool. Like your, your family's fed. But after a while, like, I don't think it adds inches to your dick. I'm not saying that you believe yeah. that, but you know, what, what is like, what is that metric for you nowadays?
0: Um, it's has that
1: changed since our last time we've yeah, talked about that definitely. I'm think, surprised that you got that perspective from these billionaires and you're like eh
0: yeah. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, but I'm
1: kind of surprised that that I, that you felt that way.
0: I think that uh that at a time I was in a different you know I was hungry. I was like I don't know how I'm gonna eat. Like I don't know where my thing is. So whatever I want, like what I, I want the most, and um, but. I've, you know, I'm, I have a job and like a, I get an income. I don't necessarily have to worry about, you know, where I'm going to make my next money. Um, or currently, w- currently. Yeah. I don't, I like, I don't have that fear.
1: Well, congratulations. Cause that's definitely something that you wanted. For sure. And I'm happy that you achieved that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I am. Yeah.
0: I appreciate that. Definitely um,
1: didn't come from somebody giving you a handout.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I'm making my income off of something that I went out and did myself. Like I didn't have anybody, you know, now my parents, they helped me out, you know, then that's, they helped me have a computer. They helped me have a camera. That's, that's huge. Like so big. And, um, and I know without that, you know, I probably wouldn't be here. I disagree.
1: I think you would have figured it out
0: maybe I think you
1: would have (laughs) sold your car or you would have you would have mowed lawns and I think you would have figured it out yeah probably but if you know I had a an aunt who loaned me seven thousand dollars to make my second film Mm -hmm. I paid her back eight thousand dollars and I'm proud to say that um but I asked her that's a privilege yeah my aunt had who was my next door neighbor had the money to do that Mm -hmm. and so I've never said that publicly holy shit so that's the first (laughs) eat it guys but you know that's a privilege. That's a privilege. Yeah. But if you know what, if you would have said no, I would have found it another way. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah, I think the. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm in a mode of figuring it out. Um, can't say that I really know. Um, can't say that I really, you know, have these drives that I used to have. And it's weird because I've always been such a, you know, driven person. So do you think it. it's a seasonal thing possibly i think it is i mean you know you go through the periods and yeah. um yeah and i might be in that uh and i'm okay with it though because the last the year and a half up before that it was a it was an exponential curve that i could have never imagined That's but great. but you know waves you gotta you, right. you have you have to come down at some point and do you still work out yeah do you go to the gym yes do you and go I, I stopped hard stop that you uh, stopped that recently i know i did for a little bit i stopped going to the gym i stopped I uh caring as much about that because i was i mean i was so identified with it to a certain extent and i don't like this is weird right i don't like being you know boxed in identified as this is what i am and uh i hate that so much even though it's like very necessary um it, it doesn't have to be yeah it have true to be. Um, to you're, be great. you're one of the
1: guys I point to when... Like, you've opened my eyes in that I always thought that people were like, cool, you're the stand-up, mm-hmm. you're the guitarist, you're the rapper, you wear the straw hat, you're the army guy, you're... I used to kind of look at people in boxes. Yeah. And then you meet more people like you, even though there's not that many of like wow this guy well he can do it all he can fit he he'll fit in any glove you know he could I pride myself on that honestly. And that's fucking cool and I envy that to an extent mm-hmm. you know to, to a healthy extent of mm-hmm. like I couldn't do that mm-hmm. you know like I I I get it in over my head with things and I'm like not for me and I'm like I don't do that mm-hmm. I'm I've a very narrow lane and I think that's why I've I've achieved the success that I have cuz mm-hmm. I've just put all my energy in one thing but I think it's tremendous that that you have bodybuild Right. Yeah. You know. I used you, to race
0: dirt bikes. You
1: used to race dirt bikes. You to were to a salesperson. R- yeah. You're a content creator now. You are starting your own business. I worked
0: construction. I mean, I poured concrete. You know, like I've, I mean, I've done. I've worked at Quiznos. That was my first job. Like I've Quiznos. Quiznos sandwiches. Subs- yeah, sandwiches. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I, but, and I think you should take pride in that. Yeah. You don't worry about being boxed in. Fuck all that. Like, if I could be a little bit of a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, like I, I, I've been very like, I don't want to say. As a matter of fact, I I want to say the exact opposite of like woke, Mm -hmm. but I've just been very alert. Tony Robbins will call it a sensory acuity. So I've been very acute about the programming all around me. Mm -hmm. And I'm very uh, non-confirmist sort of um, contrarian when it comes to what somebody or something or an entity is telling me that I need to do feel or feel uh, do feel do feel see act or think like mm-hmm. I don't want fuck you like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I just want to figure it out like mm-hmm. I want to feel it don't tell me how to raise my kids you know what I mean like so I, I that's why I'm so passionate about man fuck wherever this is coming from that you know I need to be this that or the third fuck all that yeah because if you look at the the outliers, and there's a book I haven't read about that. and I'm I interested. have. Okay. So then if, if you look at these <laughs> outliers, they can't be bred. They can't be programmed. Like a lot of it's circumstantial and Oh, it's so lucky. Much. And a lot of it's like, well, he happened to be like down the block of that or yeah. whatever. So yeah. like be mindful of your background or surrounding where you came from. And embrace that because mm-hmm. there's strength and power with who you are. Yeah. Not with who you should be or what you shouldn't be or what. Fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck all of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck it all up the ass because it's, it's counter-programming designed to make you buy something to feel full. But you're already whole, man. Yeah. You are. Definitely. For sure. Don't forget that. Yeah. No, not- there's a giant inside of you at all fucking times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's up to you. it's up to you to turn that switch on.
0: It's in everybody. It's in every human. Yeah. It truly is. It's, but, but it's hard you, to find. And
1: you've you, you you've resurrected it a few times.
0: Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah. No, I felt, I mean, so you talked about, you know, you did acid in 2013 or whatever. And, uh, you know, I've had my bouts. And I had one in, uh, you know, I think it was May or June. And that's when I decided to get this tattoo. Do you mind saying what you? It was acid. I okay. mean, LSD. Um, cool. And it was just at a half little half tab and uh so that i was in acting class at the time and i was really having a tough time of breaking out like just i feel like i've shut emotions down for so long mm-hmm. that acting was very hard for me mm-hmm. uh because i was like you feel like you feel that i don't feel it <laughs> like is that true uh like you didn't feel that i've like were those, i didn't allow myself to feel it but, but they're
1: there inside you oh yeah those emotions
0: i think I think i don't feel them as much as some people do i'm very uh you know it is what it is i mean like this is how it looks or this is how it is and you Mm -hmm. just gotta deal with it um because i just feel like sometimes emotions don't serve you the best um sometimes they serve you well but other times it's just like eh, you're letting yourself get too out of balance sure um so And the stoicism Mm -hmm. aspect, I, you know... Does that come naturally to you? I think I've developed it because I was, I think when I was, a lot of it had to do when I was in that time of, um, with my girlfriend or whatever. And I was like, you know, just shut out these feelings because they're not serving you. You're, you're literally, um, you know, down about something that's not really good for you. And, um, but I mean, I'm not like, I like that all the time, you know, obviously, um so yeah, during I was in acting at the time and took that drug and uh had this real like awakening. I was like, wow, like you can literally fear is the only thing like stopping you from anything because mm-hmm. I was at I was on the rocks at 360 with my friend and he wouldn't even come out to the corner and I was like, what are you doing? What are you scared of like I, and I was so in it mm-hmm. and um that whole night, you know we, I, I just I could see things so clearly about it, and acting really helped that and I could see how I was acting and how people act and all this stuff and um, act
1: that's the word like yeah how they it's the you know like it's an artifice it's projection it's a mask it's a it's a performance for sure that's that's cool and sometimes like acid will be the thing one thing that you could take to be like I see through the. Through, through the lens of truth and I realized that this is a performance and I spent so much energy putting on that act. Mm-hmm. So like, they, I just wanted to highlight yeah, that. It's yeah. so and, incredibly true.
0: And I mean, you get, you know, I'm acting like I'm sad sometimes. I'm acting like I'm this way, but, um, you know, it is all such a, it, you are who you are. That's what makes you, that's what makes your character. But uh, during that time, I just was like, I, I can't accomplish anything. It, literally, if I just put my mind to it, like i can do it and because that's maybe i'm wrong there you know maybe uh maybe you there's a lot there's a lot that goes into making you because i at the time i wanted to be this person right this this person that people looked up to to an extent and uh i don't know necessarily where that came from Hmm. um we're
1: going to talk about that (laughs) yeah okay
0: uh and um I don't I forget I lost my train of thought So, like but you're,
1: you, you know uh, through, through the lens of like acid you're like wow I'm trying to act like I, I aspire to be like a Tim Ferriss-esque type mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. so you put that expectation on yourself
0: for sure and and then but I disassociate with sometimes I disassociate with who I am that may sound who you really, really are uh who that's the thing, figuring that out, so when though. when you say
1: am, in, in I know we're getting very heady here for the listeners, <laughs> but I think they can handle it. When you say am, like, in what, in which tense are you referring? Um, Your, because there's, like, uh, you know, I, I've heard, like, there's three yous. There's mm. who you think you are, who you actually are, and then there's who, how people see you. Yeah. So, which one's, like, really you? It's all a matter of in which frame vantage point you're looking at so when you say the the real you or, or i said that but when you say who you really are what do you yeah. what do you think that is who, who do you think that is and why is it so complicated to know
0: um i think that you um you know you've just been told so many things throughout your life your parents i think the only thing in life that you get i, I always want to say this on camera uh the one thing you get lucky about in life is your parents i think uh everything after that hmm is um uh, everything after that is pretty much you know kind of s- i would say it's kind of set for you but you can you can make differences along the way but
1: uh let me just say that that is
0: gonna be the title of this episode but that's also that, that's a
1: huge thesis mm-hmm. like because as a parent like i'm my mom i turned into my mom and i'm so grateful because you know claire my wife asked me she's like what do you think about that like you're a mom how do you think about that and i'm like her name's Tommy, mm-hmm. and I said, I think I'm a good, I'm a good Tommy. Like I'm, I'm a good version of her. And if I didn't have her, like holy fucking shit balls, mm-hmm. I would not be here. I wouldn't be doing what I want to do. I certainly, and uh, I am so grateful for her, that human. You know, I was just saying this about my kids. Like I'm so grateful to be their parents. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have the pleasure to be their parents. So that's that's a huge thing, man. Like what what did you, How did you say it again?
0: Uh, the only thing you get lucky in life is lucky about in life is your parents. And cause that sets your direction for, you know, literally so much. And, uh, and it's, it's, that's a lot of pressure on the person that's raising you. But I think as long as a parent gives their child the opportunity to see different things, have an open mind and, um, understand, uh, where they're coming from, mm-hmm. it, like after that, that's a good way to like you know, bring somebody up, but I'm, I'm still like far away from that. Hopefully. Uh, I'm sure. one, <laughs> um, one day. Yeah. I mean, i 10 I've, years from now, that's what I've thought about lately too. Like, dang, that's gotta be such a good feeling. Like, you know, you get to like literally help someone become something and the fucking best. Yeah.
1: Can I, let me say something I've never said on camera. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I was just thinking about this cause I was away from my kids. I was in
0: Washington DC for
1: about four days, not a long time, but I realized, you know, like they, I was invited to go to this gala and dress in a tux and like hang out with all these billionaires. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go chill in my hotel room. (laughs) Like, why? Why do you want to be a party pooper? And I'm like, the truth is, like, I just want to be on my couch with my family right now. That's all I, I only care about them. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, wow, I, 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 that's, I I meant that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, I told Claire that and she was like, well, that's a good father. Like, that's a good, you're a good dad to feel that way. And I was like, good dad. It's not like that was automatic. Like, I just got lucky. Like, I got lucky. Like, what you said about who our parents are, I got lucky that my kids aren't shitheads. Mm-hmm. Like, I got lucky that I loved them. And I, and I remember, I was thinking, because, you know, when you're away with all this stuff in the news what's going on in California, and I remember, like, the wildfires were happening and, like, this shooting happened and all this stuff was happening all at once in California. And... It just made me be like, wow, like, you know, I, 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 if something happened to my kids, I'll tell you this: the next day, I'm out, mm-hmm. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like my last words would be, I'm sorry, God, and I'm out. And it's a real scary reality. And I, and I can recall when my daughter was born, seeing her, rah, rah, like crying, <laughs> and I remember telling her, I knew what, you know, we 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 named her when she was in the womb, and I said, Fiona, like I'm here, I'm here. And she just stopped crying, and she opened her eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think all doctors say like they never open their eyes. I think they're just bullshitting. But my doctor was like, "Wow, that she opened her eyes. She recognized your voice." And Mm -hmm. and in that moment, in that moment, just making eye contact with her, knowing that she couldn't see far, in that moment, I was like, "The clock is ticking. Like she's she's born, but now she can die." Mm -hmm. And and that set like such a like it's a beautiful feeling of like wow, like it's a positive pressure of like. You have all this love and they love you and, and they care about you and you care about them. But also, it's it's a, it puts a lot of pressure because they're your world. So mm-hmm. everything revolves around them. It's not about you anymore. In a way, that's kind of like this freedom. It's like, you know, there's no burden of yeah. like, what do people think about me. It's like, well, I just give a shit about these kids. So, like, that's a good thing. But also, it's really scary because... You know, and a real apocalypse is like if something happens to your child. That's a real apocalypse. You know what I mean? So that that's so. And and guess what? Like in uh, on this planet and in this country, like it happens to people where their worlds are taken away from them. So it, it's really really scary. And I've never told anybody about when, like when Fiona was born because I don't really talk about those kinds of things. So mm-hmm. thanks for triggering me in that regard. Something I wanted to talk about before it, before it um what are we at? It leaves me. We're at thirty six. So okay, we're, we're good. Okay. Um, and I and I thought about this about you because of our heroes and like the people who motivate us or mm-hmm. our mentors in a way mm-hmm. uh in a in a, para, in a parasocial sense in that we don't know like the Gary V's but we connect with them or whatever mm-hmm. and i feel like right now because of the internet and because of the democratization of direct to consumer platforms like PayPal and Instagram now we see like the Gary V's and the Tony Robbins and the Tim Ferris's and the list goes on and on. Now we see these people and I feel like they're the new rock stars and so everybody wants to be the rock star. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be like, you know, when we saw Logic we, at the same time but not together, mm-hmm. when we saw Logic, like didn't you feel like, wow, I want to be the guy on stage mm-hmm. that's like in control of like these tens of thousands of people. Didn't you feel like, yeah, that'd be so cool. Like you're living vicariously through that alpha and I feel like we're all attracted to that mm-hmm. and so one thing i noticed about you was just like wow like he he wants that mm-hmm. like he wants that and he, and it's in his grasp to be like i want to be that rock star i'm, I'm using that word mm-hmm. but like i want to be that influencer i want to be the one that makes that impact like a tom bailiou right yeah yeah did i say his name right
0: yeah he's definitely one of the guys That he's
1: one of the guys
0: yeah i mean you just gotta be careful do you careful, still though.
1: feel like i want to be that
0: um i don't know but you did I did I felt it and um,
1: what, what changed
0: I think that it's very unattractive to me to an extent um you know I had this thing uh with Gary honestly and like uh I think he's done so much good but you know there's always two sides to every coin and like uh and just it's so it's such a big you know responsibility and you what, have what is- um affecting having people look up to you like that and inside of that like it's like that's the problem right there that's the problem people looking up to you but you gotta have it and um and trying to trying to i didn't want to try to be i don't want to try to necessarily be i keep saying that i I don't want to be something or have to put effort to try to get people to uh look up to me. Um, and I see a lot of people you know do that and I don't want to do that and respect and I respect that. Yeah, I mean, I and, really do. but you have to accept the fact that okay, you may not be that person then you you know the person that you think that you want to be, those don't align up but that also might not even be your dreams. Exactly.
1: Those aren't your dreams.
0: Exactly. So don't feel
1: bad for not having those dreams or wanting to be that. Yeah, you don't. yeah.
0: Well, I think, a, so like, I was talking to my mom last night, I texted her and she said that my dad was going to work at midnight. My dad's like almost 50 years old. He's going, he works construction, like always been a hard worker. Um, And he's going to work at midnight and he's going to work till midnight till 10. And my dad's 50 years old almost. I'm like, damn like this dude like i see what a baller yeah like it's like wow i have like i don't want him to do that you know and like uh and it, he's given me so much you know uh like i might tear up here for a second but uh that's like a real hard spot for me my dad or whatever but you feel uh,
1: this obligation of like i want to help him in a way where he doesn't have to do that yeah if he and, wants to fine that's on you dad but you don't have to because you're yeah. not struggling okay
0: yeah um yeah and that's where i think a lot of it's a very the very
1: admirable place to come from. Not many people look back and give a shit about their parents. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's tough though, dude. It's like it's really tough. Um but uh you know, i think that's where a lot of the the drive has been put into me from him and uh you know, when i was when i turned 18, i've always said that like my dream car is an Audi R8, like it still is. I would love to have like these things, right? But um sure. you know, he's always been like he took me to drive one. He let, he let me like, he was like, this is, I hope this like motivates you to go do things, you know? That's good. I like that. Yeah. So I've had like that influence and, but I've, I've sort of like, you know, changed as a person, uh, through experience and like those things necessarily aren't important to me anymore. And I'm starting to realize like what's really important is just who you're around and, um, you know, how they make you feel and if you can be yourself around them and, yes. uh, And that's hard to do too, is be yourself and, you know, really open up to people. And
1: Uh, man, thank you. Thank you so much for being so honest. I can't believe you're saying this. Yeah. This is like, this is like P Diddy being like, man, shit, this shit is so fucking hard, man. I'm stressed (laughs) out, man. I'm so stressed out. Like, it's, it's like, you aren't supposed to say that? Like you, like, I would have never thought, I would have never thought, but I'm happy to hear that because it's been on my mind too, you Mm know, uh, but that's why i have to call out this programming cuz it's fucking bullshit like don't don't control my thoughts and tell me like you're not good enough or mm-hmm. you're not this guy enough or how come you're not how come you're not at mm-hmm. here already this person was at here when they were 24 why mm-hmm. are you still there
0: and it's like everybody has a different trajectory the culture impacts that so much like i think i, I think everything that you listen to everything that go you see y- your environment affects you so much and uh even though i love rap music i think that it's one of the worst things to uh, i've been hearing this too um i think it's one of the worst i love it though i love rap music like i mean um but i think it's just so bad um on how people perceive it and
1: because it's very um depending on what you're listening to but it's
0: very like look at me exactly sure, sure. and i, I so, deep inside of me maybe this is that man thing like I get like like I don't like that you're speaking to me like that you know what I mean I don't like that you're talking to me saying all this stuff I'm below you yeah it's like oh really like Mm -hmm. are you and uh, that's why I don't really like you know I have my artists that I listen to and outside of that you know I probably don't listen to much of anything else because I'm It matters, and like I like people that you know give you a empowering message, and uh, but sometimes like I also see that you know there's a there's a hidden agenda behind that message too. So you just have to be like, you know, it is what it is. Um, Absolutely. But as long as it benefits people, I don't really care. Like I don't even care. So um, I have this. Everybody has um like their Stone Cold Steve Austin, like
1: catchphrases Mm -hmm. like that. Here's my 25 quintessential blah, 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 core value of my, you know, everybody has that Mm -hmm. and I have one too, but I like to think it's very simple and and not original. Like I, 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 it's just something that has, I believe is the thing and I really want to stress it for the listeners and for you because sometimes we forget Mm -hmm. to me like the, the codes to success to self-esteem, to understanding who you are, to achieving your dreams, whatever it is. To me, it's know yourself, trust yourself, be yourself. And know, trust, and be are, are different, actionable applications. Knowing yourself is the hardest because mm-hmm. you have to know who you are and that's a discovery process. That's a, let me figure that out. Um, sometimes that's a journey, some people, the journeys are cut short and they don't have time to figure that out. And so that's the story of them. Mm -hmm. Trusting yourself to me is once you know who you are, can you go all in on that? Like that's scary because you, that's a lot of like, here's what I am, take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. And then being yourself is waking up and living your truth. No matter how you feel, Mm -hmm. whether if it's a good day, bad day, winter, fall, summer, whatever, spring being yourself and showing up because that's what a man does fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. um, know yourself, trust yourself, be yourself to me is like the thing. And if I have any modicum of success, it's because even to, to spite myself, like I knew who I was, I trusted it and I did it. Mm -hmm. Even if I was like, I'm going to disappoint a lot of people along the way, or even if people I'm like, sorry that you think this is whack, but this is me. Mm -hmm. And it got me to where I am. And if I faked it and if I was trying to be like somebody else or if I was copying somebody else or something else or living somebody else's fantasy, being plugged into somebody else's simulation, like I I think I wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. And so it starts there, you know, uh, knowing who you are, figuring that out and Mm -hmm. knowing like that might take 10 years and that's cool. Mm -hmm. Have fun along the way. Collect stories, peoples, and journeys and mm-hmm. document that if you care to look back and share it and then uh, trust it and then just do that and that's where the fucking magic is. Yeah. I, really, I really, I mean, i die for that belief. I really believe it. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you to do that. And and I love when we get together because, you know, it's always a, for me, like a, uh, it, it fills my spiritual tank up because mm-hmm. I'm like, Tanner is so young and so wise and so smart and willing to risk shit. And I just believe in him. And I want to be there when, when he's like, I did it. Like whatever that big thing is for you, chop down a tree, whatever it is. Like I want to be there and be like, fuck. Yeah, that is fucking cool because I saw your climb, Mm -hmm. not the whole thing, but I like, I love the climb and once you achieve that thing, you're gonna look back and be like, "It was all about that climb, though. <laughs> yeah, that no, climb I... was what it was really about. Mm-hmm. And it's always about the journey, not the destination. It sounds so cliche, but when you talk to the Lance Armstrongs and guys like that, you realize like they're not after a big prize. Like mm-hmm. they're just trying to live every day in a what Tony Robbins would call a beautiful state. Like just mm-hmm. get after that state of mind of like mm, this is where I like to be at mm-hmm. this volume." just find out find out what it is and it's okay if it's not and maybe it is maybe it's not because they're all just tools like cameras are tools guitars are tools microphones are tools like play with the the instruments that you think will get you there Mm -hmm. maybe it's not video design
0: no for sure and uh that's you know like you're saying play and i think that's a huge you know word because uh you know without playing you'll never really know what game you want to be involved in so you got to play like I think it's important. You play a couple different games and like, oh yeah, I like that game. I don't like this game. And this is the one that I actually want to specialize in. And making sure that no one's telling you that that's what you want to do is also mm-hmm. important. And for sure. But you know, like when you have the belief that you can do anything, that's not that's that's probably not the best thing in that situation too, though. Like uh, because you 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 don't do it like. I'm finding myself in this place right now, Tell right? Me. Tell me. Uh, and this is just us talking, obviously. Um, and I'm finding myself in this place of like, you know, I feel like I could do so much, but I'm not doing it. And it's like, damn, that's a bad spot to be in. That's that's when you start to, you start to slide down that path. You know what I'm saying? What when, path? Uh, the path of self-disbelief. Um, and dissatisfaction in life, I would say. Uh not that I'm like, you know, I've never necessarily thought about like killing myself sure. or anything, but I feel like it's you're important like oh this this is a downward slope slope. yeah yeah like you you to to careful you You to to careful that, with
1: that thought process that thought pattern believing that you can mind. do
0: everything and then ended up ending up not to do anything and um and that's where you where you I think, is very is very important To an extent, like just making sure that you have that thing that you're, you know, good at and that you can always you can identify with it. And that's important. Um, But it's also, you know, whatever you want in life. I've just I've always had such big aspirations that it's like. And I'm growing up now, right? I've I've come out of the womb to an extent, and, a few times. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, being being here and being around people that are successful, um, it's just an eye opener. And and yeah, I it's, see them it's not as the
1: same as a uh, as double tapping to like on Instagram, is it? It's not. It's not the same as the simulation. No, you get, life, you get you get literally
0: such a different. You're like, ah, oh, I see, mm-hmm. ah. That's what it is like, and sometimes you're like, "Ew, no." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah,
1: we got to be there to know it, man. Yeah, because sometimes that might be your thing. You don't know. Just mm-hmm. to the listeners, they they might they don't know. Try it, mm-hmm. try it out.
0: That's why I think that, like, you know, I've been having this urge to go, like, do music lately. Like, it's just it's something fun to me. It's something I think that's the reason subconsciously that I got into videos because I love putting visuals to the audio you know like um and i feel like if i'm 23 and i didn't take that
1: every time you tell me your age i feel like you just keep it just you just keep getting younger (laughs) like i could have sworn you were like 26 but now you're 23 like (laughs) but when i met you you were younger i was 22 like fucking hell man like (laughs) god damn you're so young it's amazing
0: but i mean even that time that we we've you know we met like the the I feel like this whole thing is me, you know. I found. I feel like I found my voice for a second. That's great. Um, but then I also question that voice. Um, Why? I don't know. Because you're naturally suspicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. am like, hmm. Like you got to look into that and make sure that it's really who you are and what you're about. <laughs> and uh, hmm. so, so I'm. I'm. I, the voice. If expressing your voice is important, and that's you know like. It's so easy to do now that your voice is easily drowned out by a lot of other things. So, like, you don't, it's important not to, like, I think, not to be like identified with that, you know, Um, not find your self worth wrapped up in that voice, but uh, the feedback of it. Yeah, the feedback. Yeah. Because there's so many factors that go into play in what makes you successful or what makes you, you know, the people that get remembered. And, you, you that you don't really necessarily control you you don't really control where you can influence it but you you the system the, it's a system of events that's so vast that happens and i think that you, you're it's one in a billion chances that you become that person you know um and
1: i call it the rock star yeah right? yeah
0: for sure um and
1: all i ever wanted ever since i was 15 was to be one of those guys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like whatever that is like not necessarily the because like filmmakers are never like you know they never really swing their dick around it wasn't about their lifestyle Mm -hmm. when i was growing up and now i still don't think filmmakers get like the the adoration like i i I don't think it's like that like there's like the sam colds that are like "Mm, look at my abs like that's cool and I like that genre. Like that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Like I love mm-hmm. that they're doing their thing. I don't think he's emulating anybody. He's just being himself. People are really after the being yourself part. Mm-hmm. That's why we like Biggie and we like Kendrick. They couldn't be any different, but they're they are being the who they are. Yeah. They're not acting like Jay-Z cuz he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. It's important to be yourself proudly, loudly, honestly. And it doesn't have to be consistently, but like just truthfully at your pace. That's that's the thing that I think is um, very stressful for a lot of people right now is the pace at which people are pumping out volume mm-hmm. of exposure. People think, "Wow, like I'm not out there as much." Mm-hmm. You know, do you even care? Do you even want to be? Did you ever like you know <laughs> ask yourself like, did you even want that? Like you didn't know. That you wanted something that wasn't on the menu until you were told it wasn't on the menu to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, question that, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But I wanted to be one of those guys. Like, I wanted to be uh, a guy that people are like, tell me about this thing that you made. Yeah. What went into that? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was like, ooh, like, I want people to, I want to make something that people care enough to want to talk about it, you mm-hmm. know? That's why I'm doing a podcast. And that's why I want to put these out there, is because I really believe in. The overall big picture. Like Mm -hmm. I really believe in that. I don't expect to get. I don't know what sort of validation. No, I I don't really expect to get um, financial reward in the short term when it comes to the content that I make. Mm -hmm. I care about being able to present here. I've you know here's my real estate. It's all this stuff. It, can it get me through the, to the door of something else that I want to make that's at a bigger scale? You know, like it's, it's climbing a mountain. Like I want to be able to produce a Netflix show one day. I still want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to produce a, a movie that people get to watch. Cool. If I do that because I have a, a rabid following of 200 people that fucking love me, but they're loud and they can, they can put up knives, Monroe flags where it can get seen like that. That is fucking cool to me. Like I, I don't care about the numbers like that, that those kind of metric stuff. Like I can see how, sorry, Trent Knox, but I could see how the blue check mark on Instagram might mean something to you, but it, you know, it's a farce. It's a, it's a fucking farce to me. You know, I don't put any stock in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In terms of success or validation mm -hmm.
0: and holding a mirror up to yourself to really see who you are and, you know, accepting that to an extent and, to An extent, I don't want to say that anymore. I hate when people say to an extent or um, kind of people. I, I've been watching a lot of people and they say kind of a lot or to an extent, and it's like, what is yeah. you know, kind of, yeah? Um,
1: you know, I don't want to say, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I put a lot of filler, they're called schwa's, yeah? Uh, it's their I just did it again, they're filler words to connect thoughts, and yeah, I, I know, like, I don't like them either.
0: And you can tell when people do that because they're not being themselves to an extent Ma- sure see i just did it right there uh it's a it's a thing but um yeah yeah no i think but even in what you're saying though you said like 200 people with the knives monroe flag like what um you know i don't necessarily know that i feel like that goes back into the god complex thing to an ex. It's, it goes back into the god complex thing because you're wanting people to look up to you you know, um, and uh, what is it? I w- I've been thinking about this while we we're in this podcast. Like, you know, maybe the motivation for me is literally just to document it so I can see in 15 years. I can show this to my son or yeah, daughter and say, oh, look, like this is that was me back in the day, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's where the motivation may start to come from is like, you know, I'm just like doing it for me just to do it and not necessarily caring uh about who watches it or where it goes because i got caught up in that and and it was uh very you know you can't it was dissatisfying i would say was the is is the term for it so i don't know Um, I i
1: can see that you know um i when i saw kill bill volume 1 and, and it turns out cuz i you know i heard logic's last record it really had an impact on him too and so i kind of felt like oh bro i can relate to the last call mm-hmm. and i saw that movie and it changed my life forever and i realized i want to i want to make that i want to do that and that feeling i had the first time i watched it was as big as finding God was as big as seeing my daughter for the first time come out of a vagina and look (laughs) into her eyes covered in placenta and blood and all this craziness. Like it was, it's all on par. It's like this holy moment, the same as being on acid and being really woke and being like, holy shit, I'm the cause of my own suffering, these projections (laughs) and all that. Mm -hmm. I therefore have an obligation as an artist to express my truth to inspire people to change how they see themselves for the better right now. Mm -hmm. That's my mission. Mm -hmm. When people carry the Knives Monroe flag, they're carrying their flag. They're saying, this shit not woke me up or anything like that because I'm not a revolutionary, but that piece, you had the audacity, Knives, to be honest and truthful about something that People don't want to talk about that. Encouraged me to be honest and truthful, Mm -hmm. and so fuck yeah, Mm -hmm. like that. That like, I I don't mind. I don't mind being so pretentious to say like, there's a message in what I want to make, and I want it to connect with people so it can encourage them to feel better about themselves. That is huge. Mm -hmm. That doesn't. I, I don't need the people saying like, "Nah, have you changed my life?" I want people to take an actionable and say, "I can do that." Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah, that's important, and and. At the end of the day that's my mission mm-hmm. is to for you know I ask God to to help me out with enthusiasm, fun, knowledge, communication so I can present a piece of art to someone so they can change the way that they feel about themselves for the better right now. Mm-hmm. That is all I can live for. I share that with my family, with my kids, with you and I hope in some way shape or form that's what we're doing on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, sure. as as we're wrapping up here, man, we're, we're hitting our mark. Um, I know this is a cliche, but if you have if you have a platform right now to tell people, hey, check this out. Where mm-hmm. do you want them to to visit you, support your cause?
0: Well, building the platform is the tough part. Uh, but you know, I'm trying to build up this thing called creators. Um, I just wrote the mission statement down, and I kind of want to read it real quick if I that's love okay. That. I'd love uh, that. I I really copied it off of Patagonia because they're like a very mission-based company and all of that. So follow us on Instagram at k r e a t e r z creators. um It's been a whirlwind of really figuring out where I wanted to go, but I'm you know narrowing that down. It's just part of the process, and I'm. This is one thing that is it feels passionate about me because I haven't given up on it yet. You know, like it's been. Five months since I've had the idea and started working on it. I'm just trying to like narrow down where exactly it is that I can go But uh, I'm gonna read you the mission statement here. Maybe if my phone works Um, So our mission statement is to build the best products Wait, let me restart that build the best products that help you cultivate the inspiration information and implementation process to fulfill your creative capabilities because I think that in order to become creative, you need inspiration from somebody else, which that's, you know, what we might be doing or the God complex. you know, I'm going to contradict myself a hundred times, but, uh, inspiration is the first step information. So you can go and figure out how to do that. And then actually implementing it is, is the process. And, um, and I want to make products that help other people do that, whether that's information, um, or Whether that's actually like gear that you can actually use to become more creative in whatever you're doing but uh, What the whole idea of it right now is is we're gonna have a the fanny pack is gonna be developed and It's gonna be with a camera strap which you know this fanny pack is stuck It's 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 stable you can't if you want to change it out You got to buy a whole nother fanny pack whatever you can't customize it like you could I want to have a camera strap where you can undo it you can put it on your camera. You can do all that different stuff. But I would um, use that. Yeah, yeah. So. I've been
1: needing it, cause, and not to be whatever, but I got the two cameras. And so sometimes I'm like, where do I put this thing? Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I want to make different sizes. One that's small, one that's medium, and then one that's large that you can put across your chest, you know, like people do. Um, or you can put it on your side. But um, I want it to be special. I want it to be for creators. And this is, you know, defining what a creator is has been really hard for me. Um thinking about philosophically because this is very philosophical uh just like i am and it's an extension of who i am i think and um but i don't want to be the face of it you know i just want to be like okay this is this is i want it to live on and um so yeah that's what i've been working on a portion of the proceeds were like i want to figure this out how to do it is just basically you have a creator of the month they apply to be the scholarship or whatever and uh your purchase a certain percentage of it goes towards this person um that needs this object to help them create whether that's an mm. ipad or a computer a tripod or something tripod yes simple things yeah. but they it, it's just a way to feed back into the the thing of creativity because i feel like a lot of people want you to they want to inspire you they want to give you the information but that implementation process. I don't know that there's much help out there for people and i want to be that help for people so that might completely change on how it's done you know the fanny pack might not work um but i'm gonna try to see it out as long as i can and i I think i'm pretty aware of when i know when to quit and when i when to you know keep moving forward so that's the that's where i'm going right now um and in the future, there's an idea called Explore You that I really want to change the education system. So, uh, and it's already happening, but um, yeah, that's what that's I kind of tr- want to do.
1: That's tremendous, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you for driving all the way out here. Yeah, it, of it course. was a trek. Beautiful drive to come. T- it was though. <laughs> I have to tell people that to get them to come over here. It's a beautiful drive. Yeah, you'll enjoy that. Um, we're at the Flipside Canvas shop in in Bee Caves, and you know, you drove all the way out here for you know to talk to me, and that means a lot. I just got some deja vu that this reminded me of the first pipe dream episode and that's one of the coolest things that i've done this year and i want to thank you for that and i want to thank you for this brother and i hope this is i hope you're one of those recurring guests yeah because i'd love to have you on again because i love our conversations and this is one of the best podcasts i've ever done hey and not to be a name dropper but i've talked to a lot of cool people yeah so i appreciate appreciate you coming out here man we're gonna do it again
0: yeah awesome thank you for having me thank you man